Hello, and welcome to a subscription box light episode on the Comic Book Page podcast. My name is John Mayo. In this episode, I will be opening up a subscription box and discussing the contents. Okay, this first item, we're doing something a little bit different. Normally, what we do in the subscription box light is say, hey, I've got this subscription box in front of me, and we open it and say what it's about. And we'll be doing plenty of that in this episode, so don't worry. And frequently, we comment on what we wish was in a subscription box. Yes. Now, a little while ago, we got an email from a company called Emtech, E-M-T-E-C, and it was talking about their Batman vs. Superman USB flash drives and power banks. And basically, um, wondering if we'd like a, a review unit. And we're like, you know, this is the exact sort of thing that'd be really cool to get in some of these subscription boxes. Well, and once or twice, we've gotten something that looked like it either had the potential to be a USB drive or like it was a keychain. And we were saying, oh, if only it was a USB or something like that. So we were thinking not only would it be awesome to review, but it would be cool to open with a, are these actually not just things that vaguely we have hypothetically wished, but upon opening, would these actually be cool in subscription boxes? So we're going to do this in kind of two parts. What we're doing now is kind of the the unboxing, if you will. And then we're then going to, you know, after we've done the unboxing and stuff, play around with these devices that we got sent. And then at the end of this episode, we'll come back to these things. How did they work out for us? Did we like them? That kind of a thing. What are our thoughts a little later on in the process? And because, you know, we have to have the fun mystery aspect we just kind of vaguely said, yes, we'd love to sample it. So we don't actually know what's in the envelope. Yeah, I've I've got it to where we can take the stuff out. I've opened it, but I haven't looked at it yet. So it's still a mystery. It belongs in the episode. So just to, to set the scene, the email I got was, uh, let's see, uh, and the, the theming is Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it seemed, since we're getting a lot of those things in these subscription boxes right now because of the movie, it made sense to say, yeah, this... One, these are cool ideas, and two, yes, it's thematically appropriate. So, the email is basically, uh, let's see. Whether you prefer the Man of Steel or the Dark Knight, MTech has your back with two new superhero accessories. The Batman v Superman USB flash drive lets you transfer files and back up your work with flair, while the Batman v Superman power bank ensures you never run out of juice. Show off your loyalty to either hero or the saga itself. And these are available uh, in time for the movie, so March 25th when the movie came out. We're obviously a little after that. So, the first product is Batman v Superman USB flash drives. They're 16 gigabytes, which is pretty good size. Mm-hmm. Pop in, pop out, so plug and play. Uh, USB 2, which is standard. And they have a Batman design, a Superman design. It looks like you could get either for $12.99 or two-pack kind of versus for $17.99. Which, actually, two of 16 gigs for seventeen ninety nine is a pretty good deal. That's what I was thinking. Last time, because I recently actually picked up a, a 16 gig uh, USB thing just to have in my car to listen to some stuff. And it was eight ninety nine at Target. Okay. So, but it's just a plain thing. So, getting it themed for another couple of bucks, that's not a bad deal. Yeah, exactly. And then the Batman v Superman power bank, uh, quickly charge anywhere with super slim design, uh... 0.35 inch thick and five layers of protection. Okay. Well, that's telling me that it's very small, but it's durable. Okay. Um, and they've got a 5,000 
M A H milliamperage. I don't know. What I don't the, know how to phrase that. I I, I want to have a quick aside and say I took an electrical engineering in college twice. Didn't <laughs> do any better the second time. <laughs> That's we'll just leave it. I do software, not hardware. Anyways, so this battery uh, complete the charge for smartphone or tab twice or tablet once. Nineteen ninety nine, and then they've got a two hundred and uh, twenty five hundred. Uh, M-A-H, it's lowercase M, capital A, lowercase H. Somebody's shouting at me saying, you idiot, this is what it I stands know, it for. I know, it has something to do with amperage, but anyways. All I've got to say to that person who's screaming at their, their iPod or radio or whatever they're listening to their th- the podcast on, I can't hear you. But I wish he could. So do I, actually. I'd like <laughs> to know what this stands for. <laughs> anyways, uh, and that would do a full charge to a smartphone once, and that's uh, $12.99. You know, I picked up one... That's um, just a very plain looking one of the smaller size around Christmas time to be recharging my cell phone off of when I travel. And it actually charges my cell phone more than once. Um, but that was the listed price for with no theming was twelve ninety nine. So that's a very comparable price. I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know the uh, the amperage or whatever for the R2D2 one. Uh, mm-hmm. Memobot company makes because we got that at C two E two last year or San, no, Di- San Diego last year. No, the R two D two power thing I got at Best Buy at Christmas time. Right, right. You're right. thinking of the uh, the Boba Fett USB drive. That's what I'm thinking. I of. got it. Comic-Con. We've seen themed USB yeah. and power things at conventions before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually are pretty cool, but they're usually a bit more expensive than this. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So the prices on this uh, were part of why we were interested in. Uh, getting a sample to to review to look at see what we think mm-hmm. um because i mean is it the absolute cheapest like usb drive you could get no but, but it's more competitive i think in pricing it doesn't feel overpriced yeah and it feels like i said very competitive and frankly much cheaper than most of the other themed ones i've seen at least yeah so with that we've got this padded envelope that i'm going to start reaching into oh you aren't going to measure it you know I love to tease you when you pull out the ruler. All right. It's a uh, standard size, uh, about nine and a half inch padded envelope by about- Eleven. Eleven inches and- At its thickest. Uh, maybe inch and a half-ish. Okay. Thank you. Um, anyone who thinks I have OCD, I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So this is the first time we've actually opened this stuff up, gotten the contents out. We've got- uh, Lewis's uh, business card. He's the one who had sent the email and stuff. So thank you, Lewis, for sending that. And then what we've got is the 5000 uh, battery backup thing. And it looks to have a... Uh, it's got the Batman Superman logo on it. It's got the full thing. Let me go ahead and open this up. It looks... Uh, well, I'm looking through the packaging, but it looks kind of cell phone shaped and sized. Yeah, it does. Um, so it could kind of nicely rest right behind your cell phone. Some of the ones I have, they're kind of awkward if you're charging on the go to have with your cell phone or device. They've like totally booby trapped the packaging. Yeah, they've sealed it so people don't, you know, in the store, steal it. Sad that we live in day and age where that's needed. Yeah. All right. So it's got really tiny. It's uh, actually, that's just the... Uh, Instructions? No, I think it's the... It's either the instructions or just the, this is regulated by this law, that law, yeah, the, okay. the disclaimer stuff. So starting with the USB cable it comes with, which is uh, very compact, 
This one's definitely worth pulling out the uh, yeah, how is. long is it ruler. And actually, wow, it's it's a foot long. That's longer than I was expecting it to be because I... it folded up very small. Yeah. Regular USB on one side, full size, and then this is the- I think micro? It looks- I, I get the mini and the micro confused, to be honest. Uh, micro USB is what it says. So it looks like- uh, well, obviously, it'll go for a cell phone because that's the whole point of it. Yeah, let me see it for a sec. So it plugs into to your phone. Yes, it does. Yeah. And then I've got a uh, Samsung Note 4, and yeah, plugs right in and stuff, unsurprisingly. I'm impressed that that cord's a full foot because it's so thin and folds up so compactly. I thought it was about six inches. It's a nice tight connection. Well, what's interesting with mine is I'm apparently doing it wrong because it – oh, there it goes. Yeah, okay. see? I was thinking the case for my phone uh, might have been blocking it. Yeah, no, it's a nice tight connection, so it's not going to jiggle loose when you're on the go. Some of the cables I have uh, when I'm driving the car can jiggle out of either my phone or my tablet, I've noticed. Yeah. And this one is much better than that. Obviously, we've just taken this out of the box, so I'm not expecting it to have any charge. I'm curious, though, because uh, the last thing I bought out of the box, it did have some charge. Okay. Is it the same on both sides? Yeah, yeah. it's the same on both sides. It's, uh, let me see your cell phone. It's actually just a little bit taller than yours, but much thinner than yours. Yeah, I've got the Motorola Atrix from several years and ago. it's a little bit thinner than my um, Note 4 and uh, about an inch shorter uh, in the longwise direction, about a half inch maybe on the other side. I'm not measuring this, it's guessing. No, but it's small enough you could take a photo with that resting behind your phone because the camera lens could see over the battery. So, again, it's got the uh, Batman-Superman combined logo from the movie. It's got two full-size USB ports and then the um, the micro or whatever. That's interesting. I haven't. I don't think I've seen any with the two USB for uh, charging more than one device at a time. Interesting. Because the micro would be for the power going in. Yeah. So, I'm going to plug one of these in real quick. And yeah. it's lit up. It's also got a, a power switch on the side so you can prevent it from draining. Nice. So it came with power out of the couple of lights. I'm not sure how many it's got. Of, it's got it's three on. I'm not sure how many lights it's got. Looks like three out of four. Okay. That's nice. So comes kind of ready to use. We'll have to play around with it to see how long it charges and stuff. Easily something you could uh, slip in your, your backpack, your pocket even. And it's not outrageously heavy. That's true. It uh, Some of the batteries that we've looked at- It feel. I mean, it's- obviously it's not, you know, weightless, but it doesn't feel the least bit heavy. It, there are some things that feel like they've got some heft to it. Yeah. There were some that we considered getting for San Diego Comic-Con and things like that, but they were so heavy in the backpack that we weren't sure we wanted to carry them all day on the off chance we might need them. Yeah. This is something I could definitely see having with me at Comic-Con. Yeah. I like this. So at this point, it's just a matter of how long does it take to charge, how quickly does it charge the phone, a few things like that. Um, I'm going to let you probably play with it. Um, be curious what you think. It's something that uh, for like Comic-Con and some other conventions, I'd like to have in my backpack, though. Um, I've had a, a one or two years where at San Diego, by the middle of the afternoon, my phone's been fighting to get the signal all day in the, the convention center. And on some past phones, it was nearly drained by, you know, three in the afternoon. Yeah. 
It happens all too easily. Well, and for me, that's, and for you, it's kind of a big deal, not just because, oh, geez, we we don't have power for our phone, woe is us. When we're traveling, we use an app called Find Me Gluten Free to figure out where we can eat. Mm -hmm. Because particularly when you're in a city you haven't been to, it's hard to scope everything out and being able to, to have your cell phone say, well, based on where I'm standing right now, within a so many block or mile radius or whatever, where is some options to eat? Well, and not to give that app a huge plug, but it's not just that it tells you these restaurants have gluten-free menus, etc., but there are reviews posted that say as of this date, either they had a cross-contamination issue or they were doing an excellent job Or in the case of one restaurant we went to, somebody who'd eaten there a month before posted the review of, be aware, this restaurant is in a very small town, and they source their condiments from whoever can deliver to them. So ask every time you go in, because this week the condiments may be gluten-free, but next week they may not be. Yeah. So it's just an amazing resource. But if your phone is out of power... You're out of luck. And again, I had one year at Comic-Con. Yeah. Which, again, we go there every year, but every year the restaurants and the gas lamp change, et cetera. So this sort of a thing is is handy to have. And, you know, if you're going to a convention and stuff, you want your tech to be geeked out as well. Yeah. Well, and I love, I just was checking and when you press the button on the side after the little lights to tell you how much power is in there have gone out. You can press that button and it'll light up so you can just check how much of a charge do I have in there at the moment, which is really nice. They don't all do that. Yeah, I think this is kind of cool. It's, again, uh, feels fairly well built. Um, and again, like it would add a negligible amount to a backpack or something. Yeah. So, so far, I'm liking this. Um, like I said, we'll uh, play around with it some and see what we think. And at the end of this episode, we'll uh, post our thoughts. Yeah. Or, you know, include our, we'll we'll talk about it. How about that? There you go. So anything else on this? At least for now. For the moment, I will allow you to move on. Cool. Okay, the box in front of me now is from Geek Fuel. It's the monthly mystery box. This one happens to be from March. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is one that we ordered late in the game, shortly before it went off sale, I think. We did. We got an email. We had known it has Stanley item. And I kept telling you, well, if it's an exclusive Stanley item, that's awesome. But if it's something you already have, do you really want it? And then about three days before they stopped selling it, we saw some stuff that said, no, it's uber cool. You're probably going to want it. So we went ahead and ordered it. Now we're going to open it. Yeah. It is uh, about a foot long. It's like 12 inches long. And... Oh, you got me. Seven and a half? Yeah, about seven and a half inches deep. And... Three and a half? Three and a half inches tall. I should have left my glasses on for this part. I forgot to ask you how much this one costs. Excellent point. My index card of -of out-of-date notes... Uh, tells me that Geek Fuel is a $25.90 box that I believe includes shipping, so I didn't denote that being separate. We should really put this in an Excel file and update this. I say that every time, and I have yet to do it. I've started working on one for you. Ooh, good mm. sister. Yes, and this is the one that usually uh, includes the Steam game worth $10. So that's how they get part of their value. Right. Okay. All right, so big red box. We are opening it up now. 
Oh, yes. This one usually includes a piece of paper that attacks you. This has, again, the flaps to where when you open it, all you see is a red geek fuel, geek fuel, geek fuel. <laughs> fuel your geek. Fuel your geek. And then, of course, it doesn't want to stay out of the way. <laughs> Hang on a sec as I figure this out. <laughs> you are so amusing. Well, the problem is it makes all kinds of noise that I have to edit out. Flap at the mic. Flap at the mic. These episodes boil down more than almost any other, actually more than any other I do. And sometimes I do a better job editing than others. I'm sure there are people who say, oh, you didn't edit that out. And sometimes I don't. I get busy. But really, I can edit out of each of these segments that go 15, I don't know, 20 minutes or whatever on recorded time. Probably there's another five to 10 minutes I've just silenced out or whatever. Have you ever thought about doing an inverse episode? Where it's just that. Where it's just the flapping paper and the bubble wrap and the styrofoam whacking the mic. I'm sure there's some listeners saying, but you have done that. <laughs> Not intentionally. <laughs> All right. Starting with, uh, I guess, the Steam game. It's Dinoside, the downloadable de- game code. It looks like almost a 16-bit, 8-bit kind of a caveman sort of a game. Well, I will concede that dinosaurs strike me as kind of 8-bit, old, archaic, lacking modern technology. So I'm, I'm going to forgive them for being 8-bit. I love that they perma-sealed it on you. Yeah, I was going to say, instead of being like a postcard or something this time, it's a little booklet that had one of those, you know, uh, uh, stickers of sticker doom? circle thingies. That, oh, because what's in it is... A map? What is that? On the one side, it's Dinoside, so I'm thinking they sent a mini poster. That's great if you're a huge fan of the game. But on the other side, as you correctly point out, it's a uh, a map of, I guess, the world. You know, when I was playing King's Quest as a kid, I would have given anything for a map. It uh, hopefully would make more context once I've played the game. I think it would. So, the game, and they've got tips and stuff, choose your path, mind your stamina... Run against your stomach, all sorts of fun stuff. Ooh, ooh. I think you should avoid that mountain range. It has a mouth. Again, light that way. Put towards. <laughs> it looks like a monster mountain or whatever. Yes. One of the things I would recommend to the people who do these games and for Geek Fuel is, so we've got this, uh, uh, we'll say it's a 8.5 by 11 kind of size thing. It's folded in half, so it's flip open book. And on the front, it's got kind of the cover, Dinoside, downloadable game, the $10 value, Geek Fuel, yada yada, nice picture. Okay, that's pretty. It's a box cover. I open it. It's got tips for the game. And it's like, that's a lot to read. I just want a high concept. What is the game? I flip to the back. It tells me about Steam. It tells me about all that kind of stuff. I want a sentence or two that says, what the heck is this? What is it? A f- I mean, I've got a big map. Is it a, uh, a turn-based strategy game? It, um, it's a game on islands. I agree with you. I agree with you. I can't tell it. Well, I can tell I'm a caveman moving around islands. Well, the first paragraph under Dinoside tips, which I'm taking as tips to play the game, mm-hmm. not what is the game. Uh, in- incredibly fun NES inspired platformer set in prehistoric fantasy world. Uh, are you th- are your thumbs itching for some old school action? Then get your copy of the Dino Side and destroy hordes of weird monsters, conquer bosses, and ride your own tame dinosaurs and save your love from the paws of an evil dinosaur god. That should have been maybe on the front. 
I'm opposed to evil dinosaur gods, for the record. And again, they're aiming towards um, gamers, so NES-inspired platformer makes more sense to other people than yes. I, because I never owned an NES. Uh, platformer, you know, that kind of stuff. Again, to people who are deep in the, the gaming stuff, who are probably active members on the Steam you know, uh, yeah. site and stuff, that's, that's more who they're targeting than me. Yeah. Okay. T-shirt. Next up, we've got actually what looks to be a very cool T-shirt. I'm going to go with it is a Batman versus Superman with, uh, it's a black shirt. It's got a, imagine a comic book page with five widescreen panels. The first is a close-up of the eyes of Superman with his, his curl. Then we got Batman. Then we got Wonder Woman. I'm going to guess, um, Aquaman. And then um, Doomsday at the bottom. Oh, Doomsday was throwing me. The thing with Aquaman is that doesn't look like Momoa. It looks more like classic um, Aquaman. But overall, I really like it. I do, too. I do. I would have been tempted to go with um, Cyborg and uh, Flash from the movie. But the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman is kind of cool. And again, it's thematically based on the movie, but the character representations are very comic book. Yes. And it's comic book drawings of them. Yeah. But particularly the Wonder Room with Chiara and stuff like that looks more like from the comics than from the movie. And next up, we've got a vinyl figure. This is another one of those mystery ones. Again, it's Batman, Superman themed. And of course, the options are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman, Clark, Batman in armor, I guess Bruce Wayne, Wonder Woman, the Batman from the dream sequence. Presumably the Justice oh. League upcoming movie. Got it. The Stormtrooper, you know, guard things he's fighting. And two characters I'm not entirely sure who are. Who's on the side? Oh, I see. Clark, Bruce. It's... Close-ups. Those two. Got it. Okay. I don't know. No, no, I just wasn't realizing they did enlargements on the sides. So are we going to open the mystery many? I wasn't really planning on it. I can. Oh. It's shrink-wrapped, though. I know. It's one of those things that... Uh, you don't want to destroy the mystery of the many? No, not really. I, it's uh, One, we've gotten so many of these sorts of things. And two, it's not like I, I've got a good desk to, to put them on. Okay. My one at work, I'm kind of switching desks there. And the one here, I've got Oops, sorry. a ton of comics I need to be reading on. At some point, maybe. Okay. So they had a cardboard... Uh, 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 Geek Fuel, a logo that matches the paper. Well, again, another, you know, eight and a half by 11, you know, with a little bit of, of thickness to it, little cardstock thing, that they had put to protect poster. Ah, okay. Is it a cool poster? Is it an awesome poster? I don't know yet. Is it a poster I want to acquire from you? Oh, it's a certificate of authenticity poster. It is a, I think, Link from Legends of Zelda? It is a limited edition print of The Legend, green edition by Juan Muniz. And it's it's certified authentic. Uh-huh. Again, not big enough gamer to really care that much about that, to be honest. Yeah. It's fine, but... Yeah, but, you know, it, it's, it's not that it's bad art, it's that it's not comic book art to me. Mm-hmm. It's not the kind of art I'm drawn to. I'll put it that way. All right. Next up, we've got the Geek Fuel magazine. I'm going to set that aside for the moment. Mm-hmm. That's our answer key at the end. And then the uh, 
amazing, fantastic, incredible, uh, a marvelous memoir, Stanley by Peter David and Colleen Duran. So full on hardcover book that is a thirty dollar full price tag value. Nice. Um. So this is one that oh, it's it's told comic book style. I hadn't realized that. That's awesome. So the comic book life and times of Stanley. Very appropriate way to do it. Um, Colleen Duran's the artist. Peter David, of course, the writer. Uh, good choice on on both of those. That is very cool. So this will go up in the to read stack whenever I get a bunch of spare time, which means probably not anytime soon. I love the quote on the back from Stanley. It ends with, "If I didn't know everything about my life already, I'd envy your voyage of discovery." Oh. I've seen him at a convention or two. I think he needs to read the book. Yeah. All right. So I believe the theme this time. Well, actually, we've got the postcard at the bottom. That's kind of the answer key. Vision of justice is what they say for the T-shirt. Ah. Um, we've got the book we just talked about, the minifigure, the exclusive print, the dino side, and then they've got a movie ticket giveaway if you really like the box and facebook or instagram about it or whatever they're so prejudiced against podcasters (laughs) um the geek fuel magazine is covering uh batman v superman history of two heroes let's flip through this real quick it's also got some stuff on punisher season or daredevil season two featuring the punisher but the punisher you can actually read the logo if you look at the the daredevil thing at the top It's dark red on black and printed almost invisibly. Yeah. This is something where I think their layout person did not do a good job proofing the printed copy. They should have lightened that up or adjusted the contrast. Yeah. Some stuff on cosplay, stuff on history of Batman Superman, um, some stuff on gaming, uh, places to go for unboxing on YouTube, more about the game. This actually has information about Dinocide that should have been in the... uh, the brochure that's funny you know but puts premium on read the magazine and like you said the magazine is always an answer key yeah they've got ultimate gift guide um nothing is really popular me saying "Ooh, wow that's uber cool i mean this stuff's interesting but and then a bunch of photos of people wearing the jane hat from the last box batman on front cover Mm-hmm. what's on back cover superman with a backwards s yes so technically, I think it's Bizarro then. <laughs> <laughs> do I get credit for spotting what you spotted? Yes, actually, you do. Thank you. In the oh, what's weird? They even did that in the Batman versus Superman history article. Um, clearly, they had some nice art they liked that they just wanted to rearrange the character on. And what I am wondering, and I'm not seeing in here, is any credits for who put this little magazine together. Uh, by and large, it's a well-produced thing, but there's one or two things in this particular one I think they well, could they, have done better. They could have flipped the direction Batman's facing without having the issue that flipping the direction Superman's facing caused. Because Batman doesn't have anything written on him. Well, e- even if you could see the bat, which on this one I cannot, it's a mirror image of itself. The S, however, not so much. Yeah. So overall, the book, very cool. The uh, t-shirt, very cool. Um, the other stuff, yeah, it was all right. Uh, the poster doesn't ring any bells for me kind of thing. No, but between the t-shirt and the book, you got well worth doing. 25 bucks worth. Well, so. hell, just between the book. Yeah, yeah. $30 book, $26 
box. Yeah. So glad I got it. Definitely uh, not a book I'd had and uh, one I want to check out. Yeah. So I I think Geek Fuel stays on the cherry pick based on what we hear is in theme-wise, etc. And by theme, I mean they usually tell you there's going to be something Stanley, there's going to be something Batman versus Superman. It's a pay attention to the emails they send and based on does that look cool or not, mm-hmm. either, you know, park the account, suspend it for a little bit or reactivate it. Yeah. So it's on you then to see what's going to be in the next box so we can determine if I should go do that. I've got to edit all of this. I know. She's looking at me like, why me? Yes, yes. And I know all of the listeners could see that look on my face. Now, this isn't going to go up until early May, but as we record this segment, I'm about to start editing the preview spotlight. I got to get to work getting ready to crunch the numbers. I got stuff on. Plus, I got to catch up on my comics. But I like it when you edit. You do such a good job. Yes. Um. So that's it for this box. I think so. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is the Comic-Con box. It is... <laughs> I really shouldn't give you a ruler with a sticker that covers half the numbers. No, Sorry. it uh, gets kind of useless. <laughs> this is about 11 and a half by eight and three quarters. Oh, wow. Only uh, about four inches tall. Hmm. And the price of Comic-Con, 20 No, this one is a $29.99, so 30 bucks. That's right. And again, when comparing it to something like Loot Crate, which is about a third the price almost. Yeah. A little under half, a little over a third. Our our local newspaper did a review of Loot Crate, and I, for one, found it interesting for a variety of reasons, uh, not the least of which was he didn't, the reviewer didn't, I didn't feel, took into account the price, Mm -hmm. like we're just coming on. Uh, but also they were saying that they dropped it in favor of and listed other crates that they got. And the other crates were not in the geek uh. niche. And my reaction to that was, well, then maybe loot crate was the wrong crate for you. Wrong not a bad crate. crate. Yes. Wrong genre of crate. Yeah. And I think that's something very important to consider when you're looking at any of these crates is don't just look at the title. Loot sounds really awesome. It's loot. But is it the type of loot you're into in terms of both items and genre? Yeah. Well, and again, Comic-Con box is, is it's got a connotation, things you would see at a convention. Yes. And I think they've been doing well with that. But I also realize that as I go to conventions, I don't always buy a lot well and comic cons are very broad in scope yes i would say um this is one of the broader boxes and the ones i think i've been happier with uh, on a consistent basis tend to be a lot more focused yeah so just something to keep in mind i this one doesn't really have a monthly theme does it i'll be honest i still get con- lose track of all these things i, I don't lose think it does track of the themes i don't think it does all right let's open this one up all right, we've got a pop vinyl. It's number 90. It's from the Batman versus Superman movie. It's the Superman soldier. That's why it's all black. Um, From kind of the... The dream sequence? Dream sequence future thing. Really, it looks almost like a, a black stormtrooper of sorts. That's what I thought it was, but I was seeing the word Superman, and I could not put the two concepts together. Other ones in this set are Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, 
Armored Batman, Nightmare Batman, which I presume is from the dream sequence, and then this one. I think we've gotten um, one other. I think the Armored Batman from this series. Armored Batman sounds familiar. And this is number 90. Yeah. I really need to kind of get organized as to what pop vinyls I've got. I'll try to get a web page up at some point. Yeah, Again, my scanner doesn't work with Windows 10, so I'm looking into other uh, alternatives for that. But once I can get stuff scanned and uh, get a web page up, I'll let, I'll mention it on the the next spot uh, box light we do afterwards. Yeah, this the soldier with the S on the shoulder. Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's not the, a bad figure. It's just that it's so discreet in being Batman versus Superman to me. It could be almost anything until you see the little logo on the shoulder. So for well, and it's really hard to make out on the figure. Yeah, so for me, I just, I would have preferred one of the figures that more screams, I'm Batman, I'm Superman, I'm Wonder Woman, even I'm Aquaman. Okay, next up is a t-shirt. It's your color. It's very red. It is uh, the greatest gladiator match in the history of the world, Son of Krypton versus uh, Bat of Gotham. I'm starting to think this is a Batman versus Superman box. Uh, Very much so, uh. So, if they don't have an official theme, that's surprising, because it's very much looking along those lines. Which is cool. Next item is a pair of Batman socks, gray with uh, a blue ankle and toes, and then the bat symbol and a like utility belt uh, along the... Uh, and these are like, I guess, calf length or whatever uh, yeah. socks. And just the one bat signal, so big and obvious, but not the, uh, the thousand and one... Yeah. This strikes me as similar to what we got in one of the other boxes, but not identical. Because I think we got one pair of socks where it was just the bat signal, no uh, utility belt sort of thing. Interesting. Next up, we've got a Superman poncho to save you from a rainy day. Okay, I like the slogan, to save you from a rainy day. So not really a whole lot to say on that. I don't think it's, I mean, it's... You don't think it'll save you from a rainy day? No, I think it will, but it's... it's It strikes me as just a basic plastic poncho that typically you you die of the humidity kind of a thing in. Yes. It's blue with the Superman S on it. Yeah. It's It's pretty simple and stuff. It's reminding me of the ponchos we were offered at Niagara Falls. Yes, that's what I was thinking. This is either a Kurt Swan or Jose Luis Garcia Lopez Superman on the back. Probably Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, because he was doing kind of the iconic stuff for DC at one point. Uh, it's a good-looking Superman. He was at uh, C2E2 this this past year. Paladome Products out of UK. Next up, we've got a robot cowboy samurai postcard, and you can meet the artist at these upcoming Wizard World events. Um, Ohio, Orlando, and Pittsburgh. So, advertising for one of the people at their conventions, not a bad move. Yeah. I'm going to hold off on the answer key postcard for a second. But so, it gives the theme, maybe. Which is uh, Champions. Okay. Um, we've got a Batman 50 uh, comic, which does not appear to be... No, it is a Wizard World Comic-Con exclusive. It's just that information's on the back of the, the thing. Interesting. Pat Gleason, McRae, John Callis variant cover edition, da 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 Okay. This would have come out, uh, I'm trying to think which set of numbers and if I saw a bump on them or not. But because it is a uh, essentially a Batman versus Superman kind of a month, we also have Superman 50. Now what's interesting is on Batman, he's facing to the left, Superman's facing to the right. 
So they either face each other if you put them that way, uh, Superman first. If you put Batman first, they're they're facing away from each other. So take your pick. And both of these are, are fairly thick comics. They were fiftieth, you know, anniversary, or not anniversary, but extra size issues. Yeah. Next up, we've got a magnetic to do list, eighty sheets. It is a uh, Batman symbol kind of a thing. It's uh, kind of grayscale with it looks like kind of vintage Batman panels in the background. Um, which I think they should have printed a little lighter gray to make mm. the, whatever you write on it a little easier to, to read. Yeah. Would look good on your fridge, though, whether you wrote on it or not. If it's a strong enough magnet to hold that much... Uh, weight. Weight, yeah, which hopefully it is. We've got a, I guess, a, a lithograph, which actually has a very nice kind of 2D sort of ev- uh, aspect to it. It's the same image we had on little postcards, a robot cowboy samurai, but it almost has a... Uh, cartoon-like aspect, whereas you've got the background and then the, mm-hmm. the layers above it, maybe. I don't know if this is a uh, um, a cartoon or not. There's no information on the postcard about uh, where you would find this. And then, finally, and this is actually in, in plastic, which is interesting, um, uh, like a lithograph kind of a thing of the Batman-Superman covers. Implying that Superman should be facing Batman. Well, I think they got it wrong. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, so the answer key postcard, which was halfway through, not at the bottom. Uh, Comic-Con Box 12, Champions. Uh, we got the Superman Poncho, the Funko Pop. This is interesting. It says Batman or Superman, number 50 exclusive comic. I got lucky and got both. Uh, don't know if that's mistake or not, but I'll take it. Uh, Son of Krypton versus Bat t-shirt. And the next one is Warzone, with the A having a Captain America star in the of war, and the Zone having a uh, Iron Man arc reactor, implying civil war. Yes, um, and again, the champions had the Bat logo, the Superman cape, and the Wonder Woman tiara. So again, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. So they are theming these. I just can never remember what the themes are going to be. Now, this is one that, as I recall, we've gone to month to month. Yes. And basically- Well, because there's no advantage to go on long term. Well, and we're basically picking themes. If the theme appeals, we're going for it. Uh, This one, I don't know that we've done that. I think we've just been kind of getting it on inertia. We've been trying to pay attention to themes. Yes. At this point, based on the next theme, I'm going to keep getting. Exactly. And that's with this one, it's been more of a as we open it. And we see what the next theme is. We say, oh, we're not going to cancel yet. Yeah. And to that end, it has been inertia. We have yet to see a theme that says, okay, time to cancel. We don't want next theme. But like this one, I like the theme. And, you know, while the the robot cowboy samurai thing doesn't do anything for me, everything else I really liked. And I didn't object to that item. Yeah, exactly. So this has one of the highest hit rates, I think, for the Comic-Con box, as far as I can recall. I think so, too. And I think the next one uh, with Civil War sounds good. Yeah, I think so. Um, There have been some points with this one where I think it was on the the bubble of do we keep it or not. And sadly, that tends to happen around October. Yes, very much so, because they tend to be a little bit more horror-themed and such. So for now, I think this was a really good month for them, for us. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they send out for Civil War, or Warzone, as they're referring Warzone, to it. yes. Okay, on to the next box. Yes, please. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is the Geek Fuel Monthly Mystery Box. 
This one tends to go for $25.90. I believe that includes shipping. When you stack that box with the Comic-Con box and the Sci-Fi block, and even the Z-Box, I think, they're very similar in size. I mean, I know we always measure, but... A lot of these tend to be more or less the same. There are a few that tend to be... Well, I mean... Loot Crate varied quite a bit. Loot Crate varied quite a bit, but the Marvel one... Mm. The DC and the uh, Star Wars, all of those, and the Firefly, all tend to be about the same size as each other. Yeah. Which is a little bit taller than these. This is about a foot by seven and a half inches by just about four inches tall. I was just noticing these stacked fairly well and fairly close in size. Fairly close in size. This is, Sam actually asked me this at one point, I think off air, of uh, if we tend to do these all at once or as they come in? And the answer is both. Yeah. Um, typically, you know, again, we get together uh, a couple of times a week, and sometimes we get behind and do a whole bunch of them at once. Other times we'll just, you know, like right now we've got a total of the four boxes. The one we just did of uh, Comic-Con box, Geek Fuel, and we've got the Sci-Fi block and the, the Z-Box. Well, and uh, three of them arrived the same day. For you picking them up, at least. I picked them up from the uh, UPS store. Two of them arrived the same day, one the day after, and then you had brought the Z-Box. Well, and what I was going to mention with the Z-Box, because I find it entertaining, I ordered it from the UK at the same time I ordered two other boxes from the same company. It and one of the other boxes shipped the same day, but only one box has turned up so far. Yeah. It's luck of the draw on some of that. So I just find it entertaining how they kind of roll in. And we're going to have at least one more recording session on this episode because we're still waiting on the uh, Marvel box that just shipped. Yeah. And I'm hoping at least one of the other two boxes from the UK will show up in time. So I'm trying to get in the cadence where basically everything that comes out in a calendar month we get in one episode. And that episode comes out pretty much the first Wednesday of the month. I'm going to throw a caveat in there. Everything that comes out in the calendar month. In the U.S. Everything that arrives in the calendar month is what I meant. Well, yes, but my point being that the U.K. is always going to mess with me. Obviously. And if anybody knows of awesome boxes from countries other than the U.S. that we should consider, let us know. Because I found out about the U.K. box by accident, and I'm curious since different products get licensed by properties overseas. That's a great question because it wouldn't surprise me if there's like a Doctor Who subscription box in the UK. Exactly. And that would be, if there is such a thing, I'd be curious about it. Yeah. And I mean, we've got a multi-region DVD player. So if boxes overseas have DVDs in them, that's not a deal breaker for us. I'm curious how, how common that would be, but thinking about how many UK magazines have DVDs on them, that's, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. So, anyways, right. so back to the, the yes. geek fuel. My apologies. Um, again, I don't recall what the theme would be on this one. Geek fuel is bad about themes. They tell you three items, three not items, wrong phrase, three properties, and they promise you one game. Got it. I'm trying desperately to think the three properties. I want to say Captain America. I and would expect Batman, Superman. Th- yeah. We'll find out. Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, yeah, and this is the box that likes to whack him in the face with paper. I love it. All right. So the first thing we have is a Captain America shield uh, sticker for Smile Makers. We've got, and this is the game, a Fallen A2P Protocol. The sticker's out of Canada. Sorry. I'm just intrigued. 
and I'm not sure what the A2P stands for on this for the the, but this is the twenty dollar value game, and it's a shaped kind of a postcardy yeah. thing. I'm just gonna say the shaped postcardy thing is kind of cool looking, even though I don't play Fallen. It certainly makes it stand out more than if it hadn't been kind of die cut around the the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of cool. And then we've got a Geek Fuel variant cover for Doctor Who, the Tenth Doctor, Year Two. I think issue number one. I've heard a lot of good things yeah. about the Doctor Who comic books. They're Titan, right? Yeah, they're Titan. I've been really enjoying them. The one thing they do that annoys me a little, and uh, part of why it confused me with this, is they're starting on the year twos to do a year or a number two dot issue number. Oh, in so other words, this is the first issue of year two, so they're doing a two dot one, two dot one. So kind of like volume two, issue one. Yeah. Okay. But. I see what you're saying. Enough other publishers do an actual 2.1 that would, yeah. It's confusing. I but mean, this this has an issue of a uh, certificate of authenticity. Um, and a sticker sealing it. Yeah, Geek Fuel. And it's polybagged inside of the, the plastic bag. Or the, the, you know what I mean, the comic bag. Why does it have a certificate of authenticity? Uh, to authenticate this copy of the Doctor Who is an exclusive limited edition distributed solely by Geek Fuel. Hmm, interesting. So you did not get a fake comic book. Well, some of these, uh, not necessarily these in particular, but sometimes you'll see exclusive covers offered in previews. They've got to do so many, so big of a print run, and they don't have a need for that. So got it. They'll sell some of them off. Is my uh, yeah, belief? That's interesting. I like this cover, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's a good series. Uh, again, I've read that comic. I'm a few issues, I think, into that volume. Help me out. Which doctor? The actor, David Tennant. Thank you. That's what I thought. Right now, they've got ongoing titles for uh, the 9th Doctor, Chris Eccleson, the 10th Doctor, David Tennant, the 11th Doctor, Matt Smith, the 12th Doctor, uh, Peter Capaldi, the current one, and a mini-series on the 4th Doctor. That's what I was thinking. And don't ask me which actor that is. I'm not as well-versed on the earlier ones. No, and I think they've done some really cool covers uh, and some uh, multi-part covers, as I recall. Uh, They've also gotten the license for Torchwood. Which is the uh, John Barrowman series. Yeah. I have a nagging feeling they've also got John Barrowman writing one of their comic books an issue as a special release. Possibly, but he's also doing the digital uh, Dark Merlin. Arrow for DC for Malcolm Merlin's character. That's, what I thought. That's yeah. the one I think he's, you're he's, thinking of. No, uh, he's also doing something oh. this. Okay. Uh, he's co writing both of them with his sister, yeah. his writing partner. Very cool. Uh, the Doctor travels through art history. Um, when great waves strike in the middle of a starry night, the good doctor will travel through time to save us all. Toast your favorite Brit and American gothic classic the next time you've got Nighthawks over for a drink. I That's sounding like a card game about art history? Uh, actually, I think it's coasters. Oh! And it's got kind of the TARDIS, I think, inspired by, or art inspired by different um, uh, styles. So it's kind of like a TARDIS in a Monet painting, a TARDIS in... Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And I know a lot of Doctor Who fans would think that's really awesome. Um, I think they could have... Phrased it better? Phrased it better on the box. Yeah, it's got a barcode, but I don't see... It's It seems clearly done for the box. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't see a brand or anything. And so far, we're, we're leaning... One for Marvel and two for Doctor Who in terms of the items. I was going to say, uh, Doctor Who is definitely feeling like one of the properties. 
I remember thinking at least two of the three properties were ones you liked and that Captain America and now I think Doctor Who. So now I'm wondering what the third property. Let's find out what the next item is. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to go Star Wars. Yeah. Well, he's kind of cute. This is a first order Stormtrooper vinyl bobblehead. And it's uh, it's not a Funko. No, it is a Funko. Is it? It's not their usual. You're right. It's not their usual box. No, it's not. It's a uh, much taller than the average. The box is about eight inches. The figure is about five and a half. I'm offering you uh, the Superman soldier to compare. Yeah, this one's at least a foot or two. The thing is, with the other ones. Uh, the head is like twice the size of the, or is the full size of the body or whatever. Mm-hmm. The body of the stormtrooper is about twice the size of the typical Funko Pop body. Interesting. Because um, yeah, the body of this one goes up about three and a half inches. The head, uh, maybe another uh, two and a half or something. But it looks actually pretty cool. This this more so than the typical is something I could actually see putting on my desk at work or something like that. Yeah, this guy's got a good look, and quite frankly. When you step away from your desk at work, I could see putting this guy in front of your computer as kind of a he's on guard duty to make sure nobody messes with your desk while you're gone. The problem with the desk layout at work is it's not really conducive to to those sorts of of items. That's unfortunate because that would be an awesome desk guard. It's one of those – it's – kind of an open open office atmosphere thing where the desk kind of sits out in a way that people are as likely to use it to lean on and sit on as they're talking to other people as anything else. You don't want stuff there. Oh, and he's got a solid base. Okay. Just because I think a lot of the Funko Pops don't have the base that they come with. Oh. I haven't always looked. We've got a t-shirt. It is uh, Captain America versus Iron Man. It's the Blue Bomber versus the Red Rocker. Smash them, crash them. It's a, a rock'em, sock'em robots kind of a deal. And it says Fogwell's Gym. Ah, so it does. Uh, kind of a, not grayish, but light brownish, tannish, tan shirt. Yeah, somewhere between tan and khaki with a brawl to settle them all. Very much uh, Civil War themed. Yeah, I like that. That one's nice. I could see doing that at a convention as kind of my Marvel shirt and the uh, the other shirt, the Batman Superman one. Yeah. 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 When I go to conventions, and I'm sure I've mentioned this before, I try to have a Marvel shirt one day, a DC another, another, um, and try when I can to coincide that with where I expect to be during the day. Oh, come on. It's not like it's embarrassing to spend 20 minutes waiting at the DC booth in a Marvel shirt. Or I don't think it's so much embarrassing is a little tacky Awkward. or whatever. Yes. But like, uh, when I'm going to, at San Diego, I often uh, get invited to the Saban press room. It's like, okay, you know what? I'll wear a Power Ranger shirt. Yeah. Support the brand. All right. So we've got the answer key card. We talked pretty much about all of those things. Uh, it looks like it's a one in 1500 for the comic book. Um, hand me the comic book for a sec. The Doctor Who one. Yeah. I stacked stuff on top of it. I'm noticing. I'm sorry. It's okay. If there is a limited edition number on the certificate, I'm not seeing it. And there may not be, it may just be that there's only 1,500, but it had a, oh, they have a black and white uh, cover. Ah, got it. So there's the limited edition and then a more limited edition that's a, um, no, hang on. The exclusive license comic book puts all of the BBC Doctor Who action right in your hands to peruse at your leisure. 1,500 of you will get the super limited variant cover too. So I didn't. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and that's the black and white, and presumably that'd be a numbered one. All right. Or, the thing is, it's got the limited uh, edition variant cover, and then it's got a number slash 1500, mm. which to me implies a one of yep. designation. Uh, they've got a Civil War giveaway, and then they've got the smash em, crash em, uh, rock em, suck em kind of themed uh, shirt. I think the shirt is excellent. Yeah, it's a good shirt. I like the shirt. And then finally, at least I think finally, yeah, finally- We've got the Geek Fuel uh, magazine. This is number 15, obviously for April 2016. It's got stuff on Civil War, uh, The Doctor, and uh, a couple other items. Cosplay feature, uh, Fallen, Gamer Corner, that sort of thing. So, flip through real quick, see if there's anything that looks terribly exciting. They've got a, a Geek Guide, including a $680 stained glass Iron Man lamp. I don't think you're getting that for Christmas. No, nor do I need it. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for this one. I think that was a good box. Yeah. Again, the uh, Doctor Who comic's kind of cool. The uh, the Stormtrooper I like. I think we're doing fairly well with this box with watching for the email that says what the three designated properties there will be an item from us. They do a good job of, of uh, staying true on those promises. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any... There's been one where it's like, ooh, we really are excited about this one property, and they didn't deliver. Yeah. So. Last month uh, was the Stanley promised item. Mm-hmm. Got and the book. Yeah. I think that really came through. I was a little nervous getting my hopes up, actually, about the Captain America item, but I think the shirt delivered on that. Yeah, because other than that, we got the sticker, which is unimpressive, but the shirt yeah. works. Yeah. Um, and again, for what, a $26 value? The shirt and the Stormtrooper in and of themselves kind of, I think, equate to that, plus yeah. the comic. Uh, to me, the comic, they're nice, but typically I already have the issue. Yes. So it's icing on the cake. It's not particularly new value. Yeah. And honestly, I think the coasters are cool. I'm probably going to pull those out and flip through the art because I just think putting the TARDIS in the art was really entertaining, but that's me. At some point, I may try to put together a list of all the variant comics, cover comics I've gotten through mm. these boxes, mm-hmm. and maybe uh, talk with Drew, who tends to pay more attention to values of comics like that, just to see how those pan out over time. That would be interesting. So, Drew, if you're listening, uh, keep that in mind. Go through all the episodes. I've talked about what I've done. You can collect the list yourself. That's me pointing off the work, because, yeah, I'll try to get to it at some point. Thank you, Drew. Uh, he's not going to do it, and I know, I know. it. But it's worth asking. Because oh, I am curious how, if particular boxes, if their variants go up more in value than others, or if it's just kind of a cool thing and there's no real value aspect to these. Because I really don't follow uh, the trends on those those things. I honestly have never understood variant covers well enough to know. The and- basic idea is uh, they're collectible because they're rare. Like, again, the the black and white version we didn't get, there's only 1,500 of those. Yeah. So if somebody wants one, there's only 1,500 options to get it. Yeah. Well, and going back to what you were saying, we have no idea how many, how big the print run was because we don't know how many of these boxes there are, et cetera. So. But sometimes you can gauge how it does by did that comic go up mm-hmm. a certain amount versus the others in that run. Um, again, we've got uh, – Nathan, who posts on the forum about the uh, Comic Bento stuff. Yeah. And we can guesstimate about how that that box is doing. Yeah, very true. Which, you know, I think it's doing well and it's a box I recommend for other people. Yeah. 
Anything else on this box or move on? Move on. Cool. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is the sci-fi block. Uh, You were saying the theme is... This one where, again, they promise you three properties. Sci-fi is the theme. It's from Nerd Block. And they just narrowed down from, instead of being nerd. Anything sci-fi. Oh, well, they've got nerd block, and then this is the more sci-fi version. Yes. And then within that, they say three they properties They say three properties. Month. And I'm pretty sure Firefly was one of the three for this month. Okay. And then beyond that, you know, I'm such a brown coat, I stopped listening. And this is one that, again, we try to pay attention. If it sounds cool, we yeah. pick up a particular box, but don't subscribe to it. This is, I uh, will say, 11 and a quarter by eight and three quarters by about four inches. So again, roughly the same size as many boxes. This mm-hmm. is fairly standard size. Yeah, you know, I want to say at this point, I really appreciate the uh, the Marvel one and a few others putting the theme on the outside. This is saying sci-fi block all around it, but I don't see a theme or something that narrows it down on the outside. I agree, and I can see where the makers of these boxes want to just stockpile and bulk order the boxes. Fine. Have a place where you can put a sticker every month that has That'd be the awesome. theme is, and here are the properties it features. And put the same sticker inside. Firefly basically did that in the first box when they had the uh, Express from Persephone. On the outside and the inside. I would actually recommend doing it on the inside only. And the reason I say that is I pick these up from my, my UPS store. True. I, I trust the guys there. True. But it's the kind of thing, I don't like any box that really advertises on the outside when it's being shipped, what's in it. That's very true. Because, you know, you get shipped a DVD or Blu-ray player and somebody's like, mm, I could use a Blu-ray player. Well, and if when you flip it up and open... The first thing you see on the top inside is the theme instead of the please record podcast, etc., or in addition to the please record podcast, etc. And again, put a sticker inside of it yeah. or some such. I mean, they're just a postcard at the top. Yeah, that'd be cool. So, I mean, I would do a postcard at the top, maybe even one that fills most of the box or whatever size. That's basically here's the theme, mm-hmm. and then at the bottom, kind of a answer key, answer key, and the theme for next month. Yeah. Okay, we're going to start with the big item. This is another Funko Pop uh, bobblehead wacky wobbler. It is the 10th Doctor. This is pretty much the same size as that uh, Stormtrooper. So she's handing me the Stormtrooper from the other box. I take subtle hints well. Uh, Actually, I'm going to say it's a little taller. Well, David Tennant is pretty tall, isn't he? But there's an aspect of that Doctor and uh, facing off against the Stormtrooper, which is kind of funny. (laughs) And now I can visualize that face-off happening on his desk. The likeness is pretty good, but you could almost use, aside from the sideburns, you could color this a little differently and say it's data. <laughs> um, it's, it's like I said, it's a good but you know likeness. It's recognizable as such, but if you labeled it differently uh, and put it on, on data's body. Uh, I'd have I'd have probably bought it for that too almost. But how's the screwdriver? Well, that's what I'm saying. The face, not yeah, the body. Yeah, yeah. The body is very iconically the David Tennant Doctor. Now on the back, they only show who this is. They don't tell you who else might be in the series, which I hadn't thought about when we looked at the uh, Stormtrooper. Well, and this is the sort of thing where if they had a Doctor Who box, I'd be interested in just to slowly accumulate over time something in the same scale or size of all the different Doctors. Yeah. Um, that's where I think the action figure uh, guys are, are really missing out when they've got the license of this stuff. At any point, I should be able to go to their website and say, you know what? 
I want the iconic look of each of the doctors yeah. or their companions or whatever. Um, this is one where I think if they cater to the collectability market versus just the mass market, uh, it'd work better. They're, they're, losing, they're leaving money on the table. How about that? Yeah. Okay, we've got a shirt from Shirt Punch. Oh, this, if that's the shirt I think it is. It's awesome. I'm thinking we've seen this shirt somewhere. Yeah, we saw a picture it, of this shirt online, and I was asking you if we should order it because it's so cool. It is essentially a series of rainbow lines from yellow to green angled from uh, left to right going up. The yellow is the Enterprise. Orange is the Death Star. Red is the TARDIS. Purple or indigo is the... Uh, or violet is the uh, uh, Serenity. Blue is the Millennium Falcon. The light green or whatever looking thing there is uh, an X-Wing. And then uh, a uh, uh, Klingon or Romulan uh, uh, battle cruiser or whatever is the, the green one. Mm-hmm. So very iconic starshipy one. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sad that I was having more troubles with the colors than the ships. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is... Apparently for a centipede, it's a bunch of socks. These are ankle socks or whatever. They're Star Wars uh, no-show socks uh, for Kylo Ren. Leia, isn't it? Troop leader. Oh. Uh, First Order, TIE Fighter, and uh, First Order Stormtrooper. I will accept the socks, and you will never see them again. Actually, they I'm may okay be, with that. They may be a bit big. Well, uh, half of them are red. Big. Yeah, uh, one pair is black, one's gray, light gray, two are red, and one's dark gray. It's it's like five pairs of socks. Yeah, they may be a bit big. Do men wear no-show socks? That's only girls did that. Uh, I've seen some guys that do. Oh, interesting. Okay. Not I, that I pay attention no, wait, wait, to other wait. guys' socks. I have another question before you go on. What's the point of having a design on the top of a no-show sock? Uh, apparently, it shows when you don't wear shoes. Oh, so it's not the no-show aspect guide. We have a... It can it's project. A, it's a projection pen. This one projects a stormtrooper. <gasps> oh, it did! I'm going to hit the lights for just a second. Oh, if only you people could see this now. He's yeah. projecting a stormtrooper. It's got the, the white stormtrooper thing. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. Ah, this box is doing good. Ballpoint pen, black ink, uh, projects, yeah. Yeah, don't, don't read those disclaimers that say don't give to younger sisters. Um, this is a sci-fi block, I'm going to say exclusive. It's a refrigerator magnet. It's the E.T. Speak and Spell Phone Home. <laughs> That's just kind of funny. <laughs> I like it. E.T. Phone Home. Okay, that's going on your refrigerator tonight. Uh, next up, we've actually got a action figure from Reaction. It's the Hobane Washburn action figure from Firefly. So we got Wash. They've also do ones for Mal, Jane, Zoe, and uh, Kaylee. Uh, no mention of uh, Book uh, River, River Dock. So I don't know if they do those other ones or not. I've seen these before. I haven't gotten them. These things are not that big well, the figure I've- is three and a half inches tall and i mean it's not bad it's got two little tiny dinosaurs with them too which is kind of barely cool. movable as i recall yeah it's got uh the legs kind of move up and the legs and arms move up and down and that's about it yeah shoulder and hip hinges and nothing else as i recall yeah um but no swivel for the the torso or the the head or whatever yeah so i tend not to get such 
unarticulated figures. Yeah, me now, too. That having been said, if uh, SH Figure Arts or uh, Figma were to do a line of um, Firefly figures that are, you know, just dead on representations, it's absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is there's the 112 uh, collection um, that has been doing some Star Trek figures that are just amazing. Mm. Problem is they're also doing uh, a bunch of Batman Superman ones, some DC, some Marvel. So there was the one figure I ordered, and the next month there were like five of them in previews. Yeah. And if, actually that's the order I've got to put in the next couple of days. They can become addictive. Uh, yes. Um, but they've also got the Flash is one mm-hmm. of them they're doing, and Captain Marvel. So there are a couple of Shazam I want, but it's mm-hmm. I need to need to throttle back uh, before throttling up or whatever. This uh, Nerdblock variant comic is the Mad Max Fury Road, uh, number one. The movie? Uh, tie-in? Yes, tie-in to the movie. I've not actually got this comic. I didn't pick this up, so. That may be the first time you've ever said that during one of these subscription boxes. No, there was one or two oh, okay. others that was uh, like an Adventure Time or something like that. I don't tend to get much from Vertigo. Just. So. I'm, I'm impressed. Somebody came up with a comic you don't have. I think that through. Why do I not have it? <laughs> well, okay. Because I had no real want for it. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see. We've got a $35 off for a meal from or with HelloFresh, which- What is a HelloFresh? They create recipes. Uh, you select your meal. They deliver for free, and you cook. It seems like it's a- um, uh, fit a, foods or snap kitchen kind of a place, maybe a boxed meal, ship it to you thing. Your refrigerated box will arrive with all the ingredients you need. Um, and then you cook it. So it's not even a prepared thing. It's step-by-step <laughs> recipes. <laughs> all right. Just- if there were a subscription box, we're just here, nuke and eat. I would go for it. This requires effort and maybe some skill even. Mother's Day is coming up. You can give this to your mother as a gift, and no listener alive will tell your mother where it came from. How's that? That works for me, but you listeners better uh, <laughs> better hold up that end of the bargain she just agreed you to. <laughs> All right. So for the answer key postcard, apparently um, they also did uh, 11th Doctor uh, <laughs> figures. Remind me, actor? Matt Smith. Matt Smith. So he's. I think David Tennant was good for us. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. David Tennant's great. Both Matt Smith and David Tennant, I think, did great uh, in the roles. I really enjoyed the 50th anniversary uh, special mm. they did uh, together. And go the backside has the the rest of the answer key. Um. Oh wow. I think we're gonna have to get the next one. Um. In May, the Sci-Fi Block is beaming down to pay tribute to Leonard Nimoy with a collectible from Star Trek. Nice. And also futuristic items from Star Wars, Futurama, and Ray Bradbury. Futurama is the only one in there that I'm not a fan of. So yeah, and I Ray. I don't watch. Haven't watched regularly, but what I've watched, I've liked. Ray Bradbury is definitely a hit with me. Um, he spoke at my high school when I was there, and I got Classic you to come sci-fi visit. Classic writer so. too. Yeah. So this one did well. Uh, I'm curious again. Very interested in the next one. Star Wars, Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I think having this kind of a postcard at the bottom of, hey, next time will be, yes, is always a smart move. Yeah. Um, so just to recap, I think the shirt was a wonderful, I'd seen the shirt and I'd been thinking. Shirt's definitely a win. A good one for you. Um, reaction, 
of all the action figures in existence is actually my least favorite. So while I love Wash, that's not my preferred action figure. This is, and I think it's meant to be a bit retro. It's a 70s era style. Very true. And that's funny because it reminds me of that uh, Star Wars Landspeeder you Oh, actually, the old Star Wars figures. This is the same limited articulation and and whatnot. It's not bad, but I would prefer, these are not ones I would go and collect. Yeah. Um, I love the projector pin to the point I might acquire it from you. Yeah, that one's kind of cool. The socks I may go ahead and acquire from you. Uh, The E.T. phone home magnet may be one of the cutest things you've gotten. Well worth putting on the the refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. Really, Um, um, there's not much to put kind of back in the box this time around. Sometimes there's a lot. You got Mother's Day gift. Mm -hmm. That's pretty darn cool. Uh, The doctor is awesome. The bobblehead, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, part of why I thought David Tennant is probably the better of the two for us, we've enjoyed him in so many things, not just Doctor Who. Yes. So. Jessica Jones, you've watched him in Broadchurch, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's, this was a really good hit rate for this box. And I think almost every sci-fi block we've opened, and part of it is we 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 judge well. Yeah, on this one. Um. Yeah, I think this is a really good box for us when we grab it. No, I agree. Move on to the next box. I think so. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is a Z-Box. It is a little over 11 inches by about 7.5 by about 4 inches. So again, fairly standard size box. It's got, in addition to the Z-Box stuff, images of Deadpool, Boba Fett, Captain America, the Joker, a Dalek, a Stormtrooper, Yoda, either Master Chief from Halo or one of the guys from Red vs. Blue. It's a Hmm. black and white image, so I can't tell. Although technically, I think they're kind of the same thing. Uh, Sort of, but not quite. Um, So I don't know if that's just generic box artwork or... I'm... Okay, I ordered three boxes from Zavi. My understanding is this is the Batman box. Okay. But at the same time, I ordered, quote, the superhero box. Okay. So I'm not going to say the cost of the box until you open it and tell me what you think it is, because they you had different three, costs. You ordered three, listed two. What was Oh, the third one is a new type of box, which you should also get one within the next 25 days from another company of. We tried two, uh, called Threads, in this case. The you, other one being the... Uh, Arctify? Arctify. Right. The one, the threads one is slightly different than Arctify. For 10 British pounds, you get a t-shirt and it was either a graphic novel or a quote book, but seemed to be in the graphic novel category. Okay. So this looks too big to be the threads. So that's why I listed the uh, superhero or Batman. Feels too light to have a book. Okay. So let's find out. I'm leaning towards Batman. Then it's about $30. It looks to have a Wayne Manor kind of a thing on the inside front cover. So, first item, black t-shirt. Solid black. Nothing on. No, I'm kidding. Pretty solid black. Um, Actually, the image they've got on the inside of the box, it's... Wayne Manor with a very blue uh, nighttime sky. Well, as if you're coming out of a cave. Yeah. So it's like Bruce or Alfred walking towards the mansion or some such. Yeah, and you've got... Um, Just a, a, a period, period piece card. I like that. Yeah. It's nice. It's not one that I think is particularly iconic, evocative of anything in particular, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. In the context of the box, I get it. 
if I just saw somebody wearing that at a convention. Yeah, it doesn't scream, I'm Batman. It doesn't even scream, I'm comic book. It doesn't even scream, wear me at a convention, to be honest. It's but, not bad. It's a nice shirt. But but it screams, I could wear it to work, and nobody would say, hey, you're wearing a comic book shirt to work. One, I don't think I'd have a problem with, with that Truly, if I did. Truly, your work. Uh, yeah. Um, this is much further down on the list of shirts I would wear. Uh, there are a couple that's like, they're really cool. There are a couple that it's like, no way would I wear them. This is in the, I wouldn't avoid wearing it, but I certainly wouldn't pick wearing it, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up is a mm-hmm. Wish, man, I need not glasses, but like a microscope here. A Wish Factory Kawaii Cubes Series 1 Superman, and it is... Almost entirely head. Like a, a, a plush, it's like a, a, a MODOK version of, of Superman. The reference is lost on you, I can tell. Yes. MODOK is a Marvel villain who's in a floating chair because he's more or less like this, where his body and head, have, he's got little bitty arms that stick out of his body, and he's mainly all head. This is about a four-inch cube of Superman. I'd like to note he has the Superman curl on his forehead. Got no eyes to speak of. He's just got white spots there. He's got a little tiny cape. Yeah. um, Tiny feet or whatever. And they've got Batman, Superman, Robin, Flash, um, maybe Nightwing, maybe Riddler, Joker, Green Arrow... Aquaman, Harley Quinn, Wonder Woman, Poison Ivy, maybe, Penguin, I guess, some guy with a monocle or whatever, Supergirl, Batgirl, and Batgirl in purple and Batgirl in, in the, the blue or whatever. I'm sure somebody would see one of these at a convention and think they're just amazing. I am not that person by a wide margin. <laughs> it's just weird looking to me. But hey, if somebody likes it, that's cool. I'm not at the it's totally weird, just not at the it's all the way cute. You know what I mean? Okay, next. So this next item is something that I'm definitely going to keep set aside and probably take into work on Monday. I'm impressed. And the reason for this is it's a uh, Batman deck of playing cards. Nice. And it's got a nice Batman tin. That is nice. And then just kind of Batman on the back. Nice. So not... Your standard bicycle playing cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the tin is kind of odd-sized for the yeah. the cards. It's almost like they repurposed the tin. But I was trying to explain something to somebody, and a deck of cards would have helped. This is from Paladone. Standard 52 cards plus uh, two jokers. Go figure. And the storage tin. Should a Batman deck of cards only have two jokers? One could argue it should only have one, but two Dokers is standard for a lot of games. Um, we've got another tin, 100-piece jigsaw puzzle, and it looks to be the cover of Detective Comics. I can't read the tiny number in the upper le- uh, upper right. Number 395, January. Batman and Robin. I remember when I used to have eyesight. I don't. So long ago. So that's actually cool, getting a, a jigsaw puzzle and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I'm trying to figure out who uh, the villain is that he's fighting. The woman offering him immortality or death. I don't think it's Catwoman. No, I don't know if it's anyone in particular. Oh, I'd okay. have to see a better resolution version of the okay. the cover. The next item is a Batman Build Your Own Batmobile. It's a 3D puzzle. I'm liking this box, by the way. Yeah, and this is kind of interesting because the they show the Batmobile and you can see 
how the the 3D puzzle pieces fit together. The assembled model is let's see, six and a half centimeters by twenty six centimeters by nine and a half centimeters. You've got eight puzzle sheets for thirty three puzzle pieces and a instruction booklet. So that's kind of cool. I like that. I find that one more interesting actually than the other. The, than the, the jigsaw, the puzzle. regular jigsaw. Yeah. And then we've got the Z-Box uh, magazine. This is the Batman edition. We've got features on Z-Boxers, Evolution of the Bat, Riddle Me This, Hello, I'm Adam West, uh, classic one-liners from everyone's favorite Batman buffoon. Okay, interesting phrasing there. In the box, find the Joker, Batty about gadgets. Curious. Oh, the evolution about the Bat. This is actually something if my scanner was working, I would scan in. It's got... And it, it's got a key. It's got a couple of dozen bat images. Black is from the comic, dark gray is from film or TV, and light gray is from the ga- a game. Mm. And it shows from 1939 all the way to 2015, hmm. the evolution of the bat emblem. Very interesting. Yeah. And there are a couple that I think are more like Batman Beyond or whatever. And you can see some definite uh, trends Kind of the the rounded wing on the edge versus more the the like you would expect from the Batman anime uh, Batman sixties uh, uh, show. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Uh, find the Joker is I think just a card trick or whatever. So, and then next month is Marvel, and they've got a uh, circular image that split Captain America Shield and the Arc Reactor from Iron Man. Nice. So yeah. Anything else on this box, or do you want to do a recap quick? Um, well, just recap in terms of, I think it was a good box. I think it was a good box. I don't think it's the best we've gotten recently. Again, the Superman thing's a little bizarre. Uh, Overall, though, it was good. Yeah, the shirt, you know, not your favorite, but not a bad shirt. Not a bad shirt, but if I had to go, uh, do I like the shirt? Strongly agree, agree, neutral, disagree, strongly disagree. It's certainly not in the strongly disagree, but it's more in the neutral disagree. Yeah, but we didn't get one of the uh, candies we didn't want. True. Um, the jigsaw puzzle, the playing cards, and the 3D puzzle are all... I like them. I th- I agree. I think the playing cards get a little bit of a ding for the tin not being the right shape yeah, or size for the cards. That's surprising. It's it's disappointing. It, it seems like poor planning on their part. It's still cool. Either that or like they're expecting you to separate... The cards from the ten, and expecting you to repurpose the ten for some reason. Not having anything to put the cards in seems kind of lame, though. Yeah. So, but I liked it, and I'm tempted to stick with the box for next month for Marvel. Oh, absolutely for next month with the uh, the Marvel theme, totally. Yeah. So that do it on this one. That does it. Cool. Okay, the package in front of me now is from Arctify. Uh, This is the thing, the t-shirt company we got something from at uh, C2E2. Mm -hmm. And I say the package because it's almost more of an envelope kind of a deal. Yeah. And these segments are probably going to be short because it's going to be a t-shirt. But it's also, what was this, like under $15 a month. Yeah, including the shipping. Including shipping and everything. I think it was like $13, $14. Yeah, and shipping varied by what region of the U.S. you were in. So they were, I want to say, kind of honest about if you were nearer to them and shipping cost them less, they charged you less. Yeah, I think it was like nine ninety five plus whatever the shipping worked out to be. And again, they would do it based on cost. Yeah. So this is about a 11-inch by, say, 8.5-ish by, I don't know. Uh, inch? Maybe an inch. 
Mm-hmm. It, really, it's it's a envelope for with a shirt in it. So well, and the shirts they had on display at C two E two were shirts that they were saying you know they've designed and were for sale at various retailers, and they told us basically it would be. Um, You'd get the shirt available first yes, through these. These will probably be available elsewhere in other ways, but they get, I mean, since they're making them, we get first crack at them this way, which I thought was a clever idea. Yeah. And I think we've already seen the Captain America one we got at C2E2 as like a bonus shirt or whatever are also available on uh, superhero stuff. Yeah. Okay. So this looks like a, uh, almost like a, a microwavable dinner kind of a thing, kind of a foil pouch. Um, what's interesting is it's uh, like a Ziploc kind of a deal. Nice. Um, this is a gray, uh, I think, uh, Civil War t-shirt. Ooh, this one I really like. This is a, um, almost a, a sort of a silhouette sort of a thing of, of Captain America in a dark blue. Um, so you don't get all the details of the costume, but you get the star, the A, the shield, the face, that kind of stuff. On the front. On the front. And then it says war on the front. On the back, I'm willing to bet we get, uh, in red, um, Iron Man, and we get the Civil. So it's a wraparound Civil War shirt. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the sleeves has print. Uh, choose a side. Nice. So, yeah, very nice. So, again, two for two so far. Yeah. Uh, again, this was not that much. It's Arctify, A-R-C-T-I-F-Y, presumably .com for the website. It definitely uh, well worth a couple of bucks for this one. Yeah. Uh, when we asked them when we signed up what they could tell us about themes, they said they didn't have a specific list they could give us at the time, but what they could tell us was... We're going to aim to be in sync with the major movies coming out and stuff. I'll try and, to be timely. Yeah. Civil War's coming out, so do Civil War. Yeah. Makes sense. So, again, they showed a lot of promise at C2E2. They've got good quality shirts from what we're seeing there. Uh, this, you know, seems to match. So, so far, I'm very happy. Yeah. Anything else on this one or move on? Moving on. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is the Marvel Collector Core box. This one is for Captain America Civil War. I know that because it says it very blatantly on the, the front. I think it's interesting it's Captain America, colon, Civil War. Just because everything we're seeing it has both Cap and Iron Man in it. And yet it's a Captain America. It's doing it under the slot for the third Captain America film versus they've done their Iron Man films. And while Iron Man will be a key player, he's going to be more in a supporting role, I would imagine, just because it's cheaper to get Robert Downey Jr. that way. Interesting. Um, it's got Cap and Iron Man on the, the box top. It's about a foot by, uh, I'm going to say, mm, eight and a half, eight and a quarter inches, three quarter inches, and about seven inches tall. So it's a pretty big box. And this is the $25 box, as I recall, every other month? Uh, $25 box every other month. You are correct. And made by Funko. And, yes. See, I remembered something. I'm all impressed. Hey, I got the theme on this one. You got the theme. So the pin had popped out of the uh, little plastic bag thing. It is, I think, Black Panther. Interesting. Yeah, that's what it looks like. The Collector Core one, though, looks... The patch? The patch. More like a uh, skull. I almost want to go uh, Punisher on that, but... It's not the classic Punisher one either, so I don't know. Interesting. Well, I'll definitely be looking forward to the answer key on this box. So inside the box top, 
We've got the Captain America Civil War kind of a thing with Cap on one side, Iron Man on the other. Iron Man's side has uh, War Machine, Black Panther, uh, Black Widow. Um, beneath both of them is Vision. On Cap's side is uh, Bucky, Winter Soldier, Ant-Man, Falcon, Falcon, and I think Sharon Carter, but it's hard to tell. So, again, they do good custom theming per box. Yeah, and it's a nice piece of art. Yeah. Okay, starting us off is the answer key. I'm going to hold off on that for a moment. Yeah. Um, we've got a black t-shirt, Captain America Civil War, with a Funko Pop style Iron Man and Cap. Whose side are you on? What's interesting is Iron Man this time is on the left, Cap on the right, where in most of the images I'm seeing it's the other way around. Oh, and it seems to have the the teams behind them. Yeah, it's got, yeah. Interesting. We've got a uh, Captain America Civil War lanyard with alternating um, blue and red sections for Cap and Iron Man. And the faces are, again, the Funko Pop style. Yeah, with the white lettering. So very much a red, white, and blue theme. Yeah. The comic book we have is Black Panther number one, the Marvel Collector Core cover, with again the Funko Pop style cap and Black Panther on the cover. Um, I read, uh, actually, Drew and I reviewed this issue in uh, recent weekly comic spotlight. I really liked it. I thought it did a good job setting up um, Wakanda, the current status quo for the country, Black Panther, etc. As I recall, Drew was a little less enamored with it. I'm just intrigued by how much Black Panther there's been in the box so far. Um, well, so far, the cover the, and the the, pa- the pin. The pin, yeah. Well, it's his uh, movie debut, so. Ah, good point, good point. Next up, we've got a uh, Dorbs, Captain America Civil War. This is Iron Man with the retracting face mask for Tony. Other options in this collection are Cap, Black Widow, Falcon, Iron Man with the clothes mask, Winter Soldier, uh, Black Panther, Vision. Oh, it's Crossbones is the patch. Oh, okay. And uh, Ant-Man's the other one. When I got the uh, the full figure down at the bottom on the side of this thing, that that's what clued me in. Yeah, I think the face on the Dorbs is cute. He's got a cute little expression going on. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we've got a uh, pop vinyl, Funko vinyl, uh, Captain America Iron Man 2-pack with kind of the more classic, uh, almost World War II era looking cap and uh, uh, kind of a modern Iron Man. And, you know, as if they're fighting, you know. Iron Man's got the repulsor kind of thing going, and, and Cap's got the shield out. Well, and I think it, like the Dorbs, has the uh, exclusive Collector Core sticker on it. So it does. And the theming of the box goes all the way inside. Oh, wow. I imagine you could almost unfold the thing and, I don't want to say put it up on the wall, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So what we've got here is, uh, again, the answer key has the t-shirt. We've got the Black Panther number one. And it's interesting because the variant cover was designed by Funko artist uh, Amos Mel uh, Donaldo. And uh, Marvel Publishing received the final cover art one day before going to print. Wow. Wow. Um, what's interesting is here, not only is this an answer key, it's a little almost behind the scenes kind of a stuff. The box was, uh, the two pack was going to be originally uh, a Falcon Captain America as well as uh, 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 introduce a new line from Funko. But at the last minute, they decided to go with the uh, two-pack in order to meet production deadlines. Hmm. Skipped the concept stage, went straight to the sculpting stage. Wow. And the Marvel brand team approved it in only 24 hours. So uh, some last-minute changes there, but fast turnaround time by everybody. And then again, we've got the uh, the Dorbs and uh, the patch, the pin, the lanyard. 
Next time around, we're getting Women of Power as the theme for June, because again, this is an every other box one, and they kind of recap the past boxes. Uh, Avengers Age of Ultron from April of last year. Has it already been that long? Or, oh, wait, hang on. Damn it, it's really tiny print, and my eyesight is apparently going. Yeah, I guess it's about right. Um, yeah, because it's been a year. I've got the cap thing, so yeah. That's what I was thinking. You got your one-year Oscar. So, for the for that first year, again, we got Age of Ultron in, in April, Ant-Man in June, Secret Wars in August, Villains in October, Guardians of the Galaxy in December, and Deadpool in February. And then, of course, this is the um, April one with uh, Captain America Civil War. Nice. The box top for the Women of Power looks to be uh, Spider-Gwen. Mm. So, but they've got plenty of other female characters to... I've been seeing a lot of people on the web excited that they're doing a women one. No, I think that's good. So, and again, they've got a good hit rate on these with me. Um, I like the shirt, uh, the the comic and stuff like that. So, it's fun stuff at this point. If they keep up the quality, the theming is, is you know, well done and uh, fun. I'm a Marvel fan. I'll, I'll keep going with it. Yeah. So, anything else on this one? I think you're done. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is from Superhero Stuff. It's one of their hero boxes. Now, this company works a little bit differently than other subscription boxes. Most places do it on a you-get-a-box-every-month kind of a deal. Mm -hmm. With this, you order the theme box you want. They're available for a while, Mm -hmm. um, but then they periodically, you know, they're, they're not always available. So if you want one, order it sooner rather than later. I think we already learned that lesson. But they also have a box of the month. They have a box of the month that you can order, but it's not a subscription thing. It's order that box. Right. They tend to do a gold and, and silver kind of a more expensive, less expensive of some boxes, not all. But they also tend to do a lot of very themed by character boxes. That's mainly what they do. Sometimes they do a little broader, like a Marvel, a DC or something like that. Uh, this particular box is one of the uh, quote unquote smaller boxes. It's still what, $49 and something? Plus shipping. Plus shipping. Which is, what, four times the cost of a Loot Crate box, mm. and about another 20 bucks more than a typical, because a lot of these other boxes are, you know, 30 bucks, 25 bucks, whatever. Yeah. But- But you can combine shipping cost. Yes. And again, you can order when you want, and it's much more targeted, so there's a higher hit rate usually. Yes. We did one of these around Christmas time for uh, Robin and Nightwing, and I was very pleased. Um, they've got, uh, typically you get a shirt- uh, like a cup or a glass or something like that. Um, a keychain, key a pair chain, of socks. Yeah, a good couple of things. Uh, and if you look around the Superhero Stuff website, you get an idea of the sorts of things you may find. And they just put a bunch of them together for a particular character. Uh, now, in this case, uh, the character is Flash. Um, I'm assuming it'll be maybe a little bit of a mix of both comic and TV type stuff. Uh, I would expect kind of like a Toon Tumblr-ish sort of glass with the Flash on it. That seems like a no-brainer. I would expect a uh, Flash keychain. Mm-hmm. That seems like a no-brainer. And probably socks with the Flash logo or something. And, of course, a, a t-shirt of some variant of that. These boxes are huge. This is over a foot by a little bit by ten and a half inches by six inches. And it comes overboxed, which is real nice. So the box that your stuff is in is in good pristine condition when you pull it out of the overbox but the overbox does clearly mark it as from superhero stuff too true true 
And again, I get my stuff shipped to a UPS store, so I don't have to be there to either sign for it or hang on to it or it doesn't sit out on my, my front step or whatever. Uh, and sometimes the guys, oh, you got a loot crate or you got a, uh, you know, geek box or, you know, whatever the hell it was. And they're cool about it, but they, they often, oh, I wonder what's in this kind of. A- so, uh, this is very generically boxed, the blue and white kind of hero box sort of a thing. Does it say flash on the outside? That is my point. It does not. Okay. But there's a spot they could have put uh, a sticker kind of a thing like we mentioned. Yeah, in the past they have. Interesting. Okay. I guess in the past, because we'd ordered two boxes, they had marked which was which. Yeah. Okay. If it's on here, I'm missing it entirely. Shall we open it up? Yes, please. You got bubble wrap! Yes, guaranteed bubble wrap in every hero box, I think. (laughs) And there's nothing in this bubble wrap. I am sorry to report, you got empty bubble wrap. They even bubble wrap the Funko Pop figure. And of course, this one is The Flash. Nice, iconic. I'm going to go with uh, a comic book look to it. It's number 10. Other ones in this group are the basic DC stuff. uh, Batman, Robin, Joker, Wonder Woman... Superman, uh, Harley, uh, Deathstroke, and Bizarro. Interesting choice. Well, at least you didn't say bizarre choice. <laughs> no, it just seems, you know, I, I get Harley and Joker, they're classic or whatever, but I don't know if I would have put maybe an Aquaman or a Green Lantern or mm. Martian Manhunter. I mean, there are other Justice Leaguers you could have used. Yeah, that's fine, because at first when you were naming them, I thought you were about to tell me it was a Justice League collection. So, again, very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash is one of my favorite characters that made this box kind of a no-brainer. Uh, we've got a uh, gray t-shirt with uh, a kind of a yellow Flash logo and a, a large Flash character uh, from the comics on it. I feel like I should be able to recognize the artist, but I can't name it off the top of my head. It's something that if we haven't seen on like a cover or house ad or something from DC, I'd be surprised. Um, but very nice. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Very nice art. Uh. As expected, we have flash socks. These are gray with uh, a yellow heel, red stripes, and the white and yellow flash uh, logo at the the top of them. They kind of go, you know, halfway up the leg or whatever. Um, We've got a flash kind of a beanie hat or whatever. It's red with the yellow uh, lightning bolt white background in the front, red beanie on the top or whatever. So now in the winter, you can alternate between your Jane hat and your Flash hat. What I like is on the brim or whatever, it's got a really nice Flash logo. It kind does. Of front and center there. Yeah, nicely embroidered on. Okay, next up, we've got two pins, one of which is uh, just uh, the Flash kind of head and shoulders in the logo and uh, down to the chest part of the logo or whatever. But then also a uh, Star Labs pin. Oh, I was hoping there'd be something Star Labs. We have what I think is a refrigerator magnet for the Flash. This looks to be the uh, TV show logo. That's what I was thinking. And I like the TV logo. I think they've done pretty well with that. Yeah. And then we've got a uh, car decal of the uh, Flash logo. All in white that you can uh, just toss on the back window or whatever, which is kind of cool. So the Flash can go to school with your children. And then... Finally, and no uh, keychain, which is a little surprising. They must not have a Flash one. That's interesting. Uh, they've got a little, uh, here's what you get for uh, your super unboxing thing while your Flash hero box is here. What's inside? Uh, cool shirt, sweet gear, socks, pin, keychain, wow, da, 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 over $70 of gear. This is the $50 version. Maybe that's why we didn't get a, a keychain and uh, 
cup. Normally we get a cup. Normally well, we, get we get a get, cup. I think we'll normally, well. The cup's usually in the $50 character box. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And it mentions a, uh, oh no, time travel paradox. Uh, go find out what's in the box again, I guess. No. And one of the things they do, which I think is kind of cool, uh, but I'll admit is sometimes a little frustrating, is they give you a $15 off, like an order of 40 or more. Dollar or percent? A percent. 15% off. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also usually not good on hero boxes. Ah, uh, yes. But they've got tons of shirts and keychains and other things. So well, there's plenty to find on their site. I'll admit, I've been eyeballing the uh, Star Labs t-shirts. Mm. And I half wondered if that would be the shirt included. It would have been a nice one. I think what we got here was good, too. I mean, yeah. that's the nice thing is they've got enough stuff that if they do like a 4.0 flash box, you know, it'll be different things and it's worth doing, which is why they sometimes retire the boxes and put new ones up there. Yeah. So it's it's a smart business model for them. But as a, a consumer, you got to pay attention. If you want something, you don't want to wait too long. Mm-hmm. Because at one point I was going to get a couple of different boxes from them after Christmas because I'd gotten a gift certificate, whatever. And they had no real boxes for most of a month because yeah. they were retooling their stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I think it'd be smart for them not to um, to go that long between that many boxes. But also they should take a page out of Disney's uh, playbook. If you're going to get rid of a box for the month prior to that, tell the people you're putting it back in the vault. It's going to go away for a little while to get refreshed. Yeah. So people who want it have a chance, oh, I should get it now. So good stuff. Happy with it. Um, again, yeah. was expecting a keychain and a, a glass, but uh, fun stuff. Like the shirt, like the uh, pop vinyl and stuff. I think those were the two best in there. Um, I I like the uh, auto decals. Mm-hmm. Not that we've used them, but I just think they're cute. But that is something, if I were to get a, a Superman, Flash, you know, oh, I got the Flash, but Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. I could see tossing them on the car. The, having the Justice League lined up on the back of your car the way most people have the families, that would be cool. Yeah. So that's S- something to keep in mind. So I think that does it for this box. I think so. Okay, the box I've got in front of me now is a superhero stuff box. Uh, as we've talked about before, they do things a little differently. They've got uh, gold and silver level edition Silver's usually about a $50 box. Gold's about a $70 box. Uh, they tend to be more character focused. They have them up on their website. Uh, so it's not a, you know, this month you get this. It, at any given time, you could have either two or a dozen boxes you could pick from and mm-hmm. they refresh them periodically. Well, and they will combine the shipping cost. So you could pay uh, X amount of shipping for one box or only $2 more shipping for two boxes yeah. and so on. So sometimes- So it makes sense sometimes to get more than the one. Yeah. But keep in mind, these are not small boxes. Yes. This is a uh, $70 box. It's over a foot long by about 10 and a half inches by about six inches. Should we tell them the theme you purchased? I was just about to say it was the the Civil War theme. Okay. We were debating before we started recording if it was the Marvel Captain America Civil War or the U.S. Civil War. (laughs) Get a Funko Pop of of President Lincoln or something, you know, some of the generals. I don't know. I was just complaining that the title was vague. (laughs) So, opening this up. You got bubble wrap. It is one of the, the guaranteed things here. Um, we've got a 
Funko Pop Civil War, uh, number 126. It is Iron Man Vinyl Bobblehead. Ooh, um, Iron Man Bobbles? Yes. Although you can't do it in the package. Aww. Other ones in this group are Cap, Iron Man, Falcon, War Machine, Winter Soldier, Black Panther. One that I really can't make out just yet. Hang on. Putting the seeing eyeglasses back on and, well, we'll skipping that one for a moment. Black Widow, uh, Scarlet Witch, Crossbones, um, Giant Man, which is interesting. I can't read what that one is. Agent 13. Ah, okay. That's Cleverly the one that was 131. The Winter Soldier one briefly and stuff. Okay. So I guess he is about the same size as uh, other ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The bobblehead just looked a little different sized to me, so. <laughs> hey, we've got a pair of, I guess, uh, Captain Amer- Team Cap glasses that are mirrored sunglasses with an A on them. I'm presuming t- uh, Steve Rogers will sport those perhaps in the movie. I think all members of Team Cap should sport these. These are kind of cute. And they fit you. They do. You may have just lost these. Probably. One of the reasons for the bubble wrap is these often come with a uh, very nice glass. Oh, they do. In this case, it's a Team Cap glass for Civil War with Captain America on it. Presumably, there is a Team Iron Man available as well. I like that. That's got some great red, white, and blue... And colors. it's very much the, the, the movie version of the character is still kind of taken from it. Yeah. We've got Captain America socks. Oh, actually, we've got two pairs of socks. One's Iron Man, one's Captain America. These are, I'm going to say, Kirby-style art on these. Or at least for the cap. For the Iron Man, uh, I'm not so sure. Classic vintage-style art, though. These More. are for the people who can't pick a team. No, you can pick, but switch each day. Oh, I see. It's for the flip-floppers. Although I don't think you could wear them literally with flip-flops. And you could wear one of each and just thoroughly confuse people. I like that. So the t-shirt is a Captain America Civil War t-shirt with, again, Cap, Iron Man, and uh, let's take this one out so we can read what the verbiage is. It's a gray shirt, which is funny because I want to describe it as having another very red, white, and blue motif to it. Well, yeah, it's a gray shirt, but the logo is it's like a uh, uh, boxing match fight thing because it's got Captain America Civil War. The Civil War is kind of uh, in bigger letters in reverse video, if you will. So the the top left is got a red background with Captain in black, uh, blue on top, Civil War and see-through in the gray from the red. America uh, and War are on the right side, uh, and it's a blue background, red America, and again, the blue defining the, the gray war see-through. Under the civil part on the the left is a blue Captain America facing off against a red uh, Iron Man. We got Team Cap, Team Stark, Team Stark versus Team Iron Man. Interesting. And uh, join the Avenger logo side. So join a side. Nice use of the Avenger logo there. Yeah, that is. Um, what's interesting is we've got Cap Star. No um, uh, um, arc reactor kind of a deal. Ah, uh, you're right. So, nice shirt. I like the shirt. Yeah. I've lost count of how many Cap versus Iron Man shirts I have. I think I could go an entire week at work if I wanted to. That'd be fun. Next up, we've got a Captain America Civil War deck of playing cards. Obviously all themed out with the different characters and stuff on them. That's kind of cool. That is. Yeah, I like those. Um, Let's see. The pins we have for Civil War. One has, I think, 
Winter Soldier and um, Black Panther. The other has a uh, Cap versus Iron Man. Uh, these are, frankly, slightly small. Um, about the size of a pins, quarter? About an inch or so in diameter. So for some of you, I think you've got to have uh, decent eyesight to make these out at any distance. Yeah. Yet another refrigerator magnet. Fortunately, I've got a big refrigerator. Uh, of whose side are you on? Again, Cap Iron Man. So again, appropriately themed. I like the art with, I mean, I'm loving the split faces, but a lot of them are really well done. The The split face logo is, is working pretty well. What's interesting to me is in most cases, you've always got Cap on the left, Iron Man on the right, but not always. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Iron Invincible Iron Man keychain. Uh, again, kind of classic vintage uh, Iron Man style art there. Uh, they say this is a $5 value or how much they would have sold it for in, independently. Seems uh, probably Wait. what they would charge, but it, it's not as cool as some of the other keychains they've got. Yeah. I mean, to me, if this was a keychain that was either like a mini uh, shield or arc reactor or ideally one on each side. That'd be awesome. That would have been cool. They got a America uh, bottle opener, red, white, and blue stars and stripes, and it uh, decent heft to it. it so I could uh, see people finding that of interest. Yeah. Well, and it fits with the period Captain America's from. Yeah. Well, and thematically kind of also fits with the old Iron Man thing. Yeah. He's kind of a canned hero. We've got a Captain America sticker, kind of him raising the shield or whatever. Nice classic Captain America logo. Again, this feels like kind of vintage art. And when I say that, I don't mean anything negative by it. I mean, there's, there's no, but classic just... iconic art of a particular era. And yeah, this is exactly. one of those. Um, this to me, uh, feels seventies, maybe eighties, but I'm probably not the best judge of all of that. Well, it feels like what we grew up on. Again, seventies, eighties. Yeah, yeah. And this one I like, uh, it's clearly related to the, the movie vote no to superhuman registration. <laughs> What's interesting is I think that's clearly Captain America's side of it. Uh, I'm surprised they don't have a vote. Yes. Let you pick. They're stacking the deck here. Yeah, but it's a bumper sticker. I like this. And then we've got the super unboxing, which is just, again, a postcard size kind of thing of art of uh, just, hey, what you can expect in in the box. And then, as they always do, a 15% off orders of 40 bucks or more uh, coupon and stuff. So I like uh, like what we got here. Mm Well-themed. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anything was a disappointment. I think they could have done a little better on the... um, on the keychain. Mm, yeah. But uh, by and large, some cool stuff. Again, these are ones that they change them up periodically. It's worth going to their site, you know, every month or so, or depending how, how into the stuff you are. Um, and if you want something, again, recommend getting it sooner rather than later because they do change these up. Um, but just because you've already gotten, say, a particular box, give it a year or so uh, when they go to a, the next point, you know, whatever, you know, 2.0, 3.0, whatever version. They'll change up what's in it. Now, I guess my question for you is, how different do you think it would be if they did a Iron Man colon Civil War box? The playing cards would be the same. The magnet would be the same. Well, the I'd have f- gotten a Captain America Funko Pop, I think, versus an Iron Man. Which is yeah, the, the sunglasses would be different. The glass would be different. The shirt would be the same. Uh, the bumper sticker would probably be different. You see, what I would have done with this is I would have probably foregone the keychain, the playing cards, gotten both glasses and maybe both uh, Funko Pops or something, mm. and both bumper stickers. Interesting. Do a, a split house kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, go 50-50 on this. Yeah. So what we got was fun. No, and I'm I'm very much a Captain America fan. I just kind of feel like Iron Man was left out, and I like Iron Man too. But I think this may supposition here, but maybe representative of how the movie plays out. Interesting. It's very much a Captain America film. Yeah. Iron Man is in it. Yeah. But more is the bad guy than the, the lead. Interesting. Uh, bad guy is a harsh word, but the, yes. the antagonist. Yeah. Well, you know, conflict makes the world go round and creates the drama. Yeah. Interesting. So, cool stuff. Yeah. Anything else on this one? No, I think you're off the hook. So we're circling back to the M-Tech uh, Batman Superman Charger. Mm-hmm. We've had some time to play with it, or you've had some time. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It uh, has the two USB ports mm-hmm. that it can charge out of. I used it just within my purse. I had it charging my cell phone while I was on the go mm-hmm. at a local event. And I've carried it in my purse for three weeks and not even noticed any added weight in the bag. That was one of the things that impressed me when we, we unboxed it is just how lightweight it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that. I loved how easy it is to connect to the phone and I can have the phone in my bag, easy mm-hmm. accessibility, etc. And I can use the phone while it's plugged into it without really noticing, hey, it's connected to something else and I'm having to draw extra battery power because I accidentally let the phone run down. It has four blue lights on it that light up to tell you it's fully charged right. or at the moment I've drained it and the light uh, flickers to let you know, hey, you've drained it down, which I also like and so stuff. Pretty easy to use. Very easy. To use. Seems to charge reasonably quickly. Charges yes, no. really well. It, I want to say it kind of shuts itself off when what you're charging has drawn all the power it needs. Smart. Makes sense. So, well, and it also means that it stops getting hot. Yeah, I've had a couple of uh, electronic things that when you plug them into the USB, it just, if it, it heats them up and it's like, that's just annoying. Well, and they, the ones I have there like that, they stay hot as long as they're connected. Mm-hmm. So for me, because I had it in the purse and I wasn't paying attention to it, I wondered, is this going to get really hot, stay really hot, etc. And it didn't do that. But I think that auto shut off feature or whatever it seems to have. Interesting. Yeah, that for me, that was really nice. It meant I could put it in there and I could kind of forget about it while I was enjoying what I was doing and just know when I pull the phone out and disconnect it, it's totally charged up. I didn't have to make a point of disconnecting both ends of the cable. Right. So for me, it was more a plug, play, forget. Nice. Which is how it ought to be. You shouldn't have to think about that kind of a thing other than have I drained it and do I need to recharge it? Yeah. The first time I recharged it, I plugged it in. I recharged it overnight. When I woke up, it was cool to the touch. Which cool. was very nice. The second time I recharged it, it felt like it charged up in like four hours, mm-hmm. which didn't seem like, because again, I plugged it in, I walked away. Well, and that's the kind of thing, if you can plug it in and just forget about it for a bit. Mm-hmm. And it may have been only three hours later that I checked on, but it was three or four hours later I came in, it was cool to the touch, it was fully charged. Well, that's the kind of thing, if, if you know, I got into work it, with it drained or whatever, I could plug it in. You know, and then right before gra- uh, going for lunch, just grab it or something like that, and it'd be charged. But exactly. then it sounds like. Yeah. And that was what I liked. Um, from one full charge on this, it recharged my Kindle Fire HD6 from 30% backup mm-hmm. to full. And it recharged my cell phone from about 30% up to full. Cool. So it holds a good charge, but it did get very warm while it was recharging the fire. 
which to me, and it charged the fire very fast. Okay. So to me, that tells me it does have sort of a fast charge mode, but it seemed to charge the fire up faster, actually, than it feels like the fire charges up out of a wall outlet. And that may be as much on the the Kindle Fire and how that just works power-wise, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was really impressed by how quickly it powered things up and by how much power it put up to the two devices I needed to charge up before I left. Cool. So I'm really happy with it and... You'll I'll be probably l- let lucky. you hang on to it up until we go to like a convention or something like that. I, say. I mean, typically I don't need additional power and stuff. You've got a few more electronic devices than I do. But for something like San Diego, that'd be something I'd like to have in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, the negligible weight compared to other batteries like this that I have was so nice. Yeah. Well, it's also very slim. that It would fit in a backpack without bulking it up and stuff like that, too. So Yeah. It's very comparable in size to my cell phone. Yeah. So, very happy with it. Cool. So, anything else on that? That's it. The show notes and form for this podcast can be found at www.comicbookpage.com under the podcast and forum sections of the website. Please email us at theguys at comicbookpage.com and let us know what you think of what was discussed in this episode. Thanks for listening.